Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I'm thrilled to share some time with you once again today. As you know, I am always on the hunt for interesting as well as super smart Real Deal guests, and i got to tell you, I'm super-duper excited about today's show. You know, I want to introduce my listeners to somebody who's truly been there and done that and is, continues to do that. So I'm excited to pick his brain for your benefit today. Now, for the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs, my mastermind group, or through Powerful Words Character Development, or All-Star Cheer Sites, you know how much I focus on the importance of having the right team of experts to advise you, right? Well, this show is going to help us to do just that. So today, it's going to be my honor and privilege to share an amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. He's got a ton of valuable info about what I consider to be a super hot topic to help you succeed as well as a fun way to deliver it. So, I want you to strap yourself in. Today's show is going to be awesome. As I'm sure you already know, I am committed to helping business owners just like you to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life significantly more fun. As you know, we really only get one chance to go around this merry-go-round. We want to make sure it is one hell of a ride. Alrighty, boys and girls, it is now that time. I want you to stop surfing Facebook, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your spouse, your significant other, your child, anything that might possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately implementable information, and I don't want you to miss even a second. So, before we officially get going, let me give you a little bit of background about our guest today. Mark J. Kohler is an attorney, certified public accountant, entrepreneur, and author of What Your CPA Isn't Telling You, Life-Changing Tax Strategies, and Lawyers Are Liars, The Truth About Protecting Our Assets. Mark's principal career has been as a partner in the accounting firm Kohler and our CPA and the law firm Kyler, Kohler, Ostermiller, and Sorensen, where he specializes in the areas of business, estate, and tax planning. He's a personal and small business tax and legal expert who helps clients build and protect wealth through wealth management strategies and business and tax remedies often overlooked in this challenging, ever-changing economic climate. climate rather. A well-regarded speaker on this topic, his seminars have helped tens of thousands of individuals and small business owners navigate the maze of legal, regulatory, and financial laws to greater success and wealth. Mark is a contributing writer to Entrepreneur.com, as well as several other news outlets. Some of his recent articles have been published by MSNBC, Yahoo Finance, and Reuters. He also hosts his own internet radio show, The Mark Kohler Show, which can be accessed over at blogtalkradio.com slash KKO Lawyers. Mark is a proud father of four beautiful children and a husband to his lovely wife, Jennifer. They reside in Orange County, California, where Mark trains for triathlons and surfs in his free time. Mark, welcome to The Real Deal. I'm thrilled to have you today. Jason, thanks for having me. So excited, and I apologize to all you listeners out there that you had to listen to a laborious introduction. <laughs> I, uh, that that was miserable. So uh, if we, we'll, we'll make sure the rest of the show isn't that bad. I don't know what happened there. I got to talk to my publicist. That's uh, we'll figure that out. <laughs> it's all it's all good stuff. Hey, Mark, if for for anybody who actually hasn't yet read your books, which you all should be reading, um, or seen you speak, or, or or met you in person, do me a favor. Take a second. Share your story with our listeners. What are you passionate about? What makes you tick? Who is Mark Kohler? 
You bet. Well, folks out there, I know that um, Jason's got a huge following of small business owners, which I love. I was always the kid that had the lemonade stand all through college, uh, high school. Uh, my, my married life, I've had a small business or several, and I love to um, help the small business owner succeed. I know that many of you are listening to this show today stressed out about cash flow this month, stressed about about your your systemization, your employees, what to do next, where am I, where's my business going? It can be overwhelming, but there are easy solutions and some and sometimes the most unforeseen ways and that's in the tax and legal arena. An arena that many small business owners ignore because it's complex and it's overwhelming and folks, a penny saved is as good as a penny earned. And we know that from Benjamin Franklin. And so today, I hope to share some great tips with you and uh, send you, you know, send you in the right direction to get better tax and legal advice that's free and affordable, it's simple. You're going to love it. I love it already. All right, so tell me this. I, I, I know my own thoughts on this, but I, I'd love it from an expert. So how important do you feel it is for a small business owner to work with a CPA or a lawyer, you know, well, I, it, it, it's very important because if you are out there trying to just knock it out on TurboTax and LegalZoom, you're going to make mistakes. But I'll say this, Jason, honestly, I know, and I'm going to maybe correct the way you uh, admonish your, your, your listeners and clients. It's not to work with a CPA or attorney. It's to work with the right CPA and attorney because I've got many, many clients every day that walk into our door that are a train wreck because they've got the wrong CPA and the wrong attorney. I just had a phone call, a phone consult this morning with some clients out in New York, across the country, and they've got, I think, if I look here at the diagram, it's right here on, uh, minimized on my computer screen, it's like they've got nine LLCs and two S-Corps, and it's a disaster because they got what, the wrong group that's overselling them crap they don't need. And, and they're trying to save taxes, and their accountant isn't giving them any advice. So I love, Jason, that you're talking to people about getting the, an advisor. Maybe today I can share some tips with you that if your advisor is not bringing up to you, you you've got the wrong group. So, so, so important. Sounds fantastic. I, I do have one question, you know, when we're talking about working with an attorney or a CPA, uh, because this is this is one of the things that a lot of folks ask me, and I've gotten different answers, so maybe you can clear this up. Is it best to pay them as far as a, a particular job, or is it best to actually get them on a retainer? Well, great. Gosh, these are unique questions. I love it, Jason, and I know you know your listeners and what they'd be interested in. First of all... <laughs> I don't even use retainers. In 15 years, in our law firm and accounting firm, and we have thousands of small business owner clients around the country, we do not ask for retainers. Retainers is a lose-lose. Someone's, well, I should say, a lose-win. Because either you're going to pay for a retainer to be talking to an attorney or CPA, and you're not going to use them. You're going to pay for time you never used. Or you're going to pay this attorney or CPA and overuse how much you paid for, and they get to hate you, and they don't want to talk to you. <laughs> and so someone wins, and someone always loses. And that's why when you find an attorney, sorry, let me say this. When you start learning some of the tips and strategies to find the right consultant, attorney or CPA, you just pay them hourly or for the specific project that you need help with, and then Follow them with ongoing education and support, but never, never prepay thousands and thousands of dollars for some elaborate structure of crap you don't need, and don't pen them on retainer for time you may never use. 
It, it drives me crazy. It makes sense, and it's funny. I actually had just uh, I just brought aboard a new uh, intellectual property attorney that I'm working with on a couple different projects, and you know we're, we're having the initial scope conversation, and he's like, oh well, you know we can do either a uh, we can do either a retainer situation, or I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, it's, again, you want the opportunity um, to know what the heck you're talking about. Um, and it was, it, was, it was framed to me that, well, it would actually be better if, uh, you know, I was on retainer because then he could really know the business better. And I was like, come on. Uh, I'm, yeah. in, I'm in sales. I know I'm being sold. So let's, let's yeah. not go there. That's crazy. Well, let me say this to all your listeners, too. And, Jason, I think you're going to love this this advice for your listeners. Folks, if there's anything you get from this, I want you to take away some tax-saving strategies by the end of this episode show. But let me say this right now that's so important. I know how busy you are as a small business owner. I almost get emotional saying it because I know how hard it is as me being a small business owner. Jason feels this pain. It can get so crazy with all the things on your plate. So here's my suggestion. Just follow two or three or one good tax and legal expert that you trust. Follow their newsletter. Follow their podcast. Look at their blogs. Look at their little updates and emails regarding deadlines. And then just be aware of some of your top five or ten strategies you should be implementing. Just be aware of it. You're the captain of your own ship, people. You should at least know what the general strategies are you should be employing. Now, are you going to go out and try and knock it out on TurboTax after that? No. Find the right advisor to implement what you know should be happening. For example, are your kids on payroll? Are you writing off your home office? Are you leasing or buying your car? What are you doing for travel, dining, entertainment? Do you have an S-Corp or do you have an LLC? Do you even know why? Those are simple questions and they're simple answers. And believe it or not, six or seven out of ten CPAs don't even want to talk about it. They're terrible. CPAs are terrible communicators. So if you can find a, a, a voice that's clear and makes sense out there in the tax and legal world, follow it. And then ask your advisor, why are we not doing this? And if they don't have a reasonable explanation, fire them and find the right advisor. I love that. I love that. Just, a, you know, from a frequency perspective, how often do you feel like a small business owner should be in touch with their CPA or really even their attorney for that matter? Good question. Okay. With their CPA twice a year, once in the spring when you're getting your, or whenever you get your tax return done, I know some of you listening are still on extension. I am. So some of you, when you get around to doing your tax return, you're going to have that conversation with your tax team. Now I have a team of personal tax consultants, young CPAs that are going to do the in the trench grunt work to get your tax return done, but they're all following the Mark Kohler strategies and the team that we've created over the years. But, but work with your tax team. Maybe it's not one individual, but your tax team at least once a year to get your tax return done. And then the second one, and this is important for all of you listening, have that fall year end tax planning meeting. Even if it's for just a half hour, sometime in October, November, December, and say, okay, what do I need to do before you're in? How much can I pay my kids when they help in the business legitimately? What should I be doing with my own payroll? What should I be doing with a 401k or an IRA? What about my kids in college? How should I be paying them? These little questions can be answered in a fall tax planning meeting. As for the lawyer, let me just say this, Jason, as for the lawyer, all of you listening, at least once a year, just meet with your lawyer. Ask him, hey, here's my new structure. I bought a rental property. I own a home. How's my estate plan coming? Is my will and trust coordinated with my LLC or my corporation? 
uh, do, how are my contracts looking that I'm using with my vendors? Uh, my partnership agreement, buy-sell agreement. Just once a year, have a one-hour meeting with your lawyer, pay for an hour, and say, review my situation. Now, if they're trying to charge you more than that and it doesn't make sense, get a second opinion. Follow some of the stuff I write and, re and, and read some of it and see if it makes sense with what you're being told. Be careful getting sold, again, these $1,000 retainer packages or something crazy that you don't need. That's fair. What uh, what have you seen in, in your experience or some of the biggest mistakes uh, small business owners make when they're working either with a CPA or a lawyer? Well, let, maybe this is a great transition, Jason, to two or three tips today. So one of the first mistakes, and this is in my new book, The Tax and Legal Playbook, that's taken the country by storm, people. You would love it. It's called The Tax and Legal Playbook, my new book this year. It's on Amazon and entrepreneur.com and all over the web. Just just Google it. I have 28 game-changing strategies, and one of the first strategies that a small business owner will screw up is which entity to use. So let me just give you, and I, I know some of you listening think you know it all when it comes to LLCs and corporations. Jason, I'm sure you've interviewed plenty of people, and you think you've got it down, but let me make a tip here. When you're a small business owner and you're making less than twenty or $30,000 a year, maybe it's just a little small business on the side and you make a couple grand a month. If you don't have an asset protection exposure issue, just be a sole proprietor. It's fine. Be a sole prop. Make your couple grand a month. You don't have any asset protection issues. You don't need an entity to save taxes. Just run your business. If you have an asset protection issue, run your business as a single member LLC. You get protection, but it's not an extra tax return. You're still a sole proprietor in the eyes of the IRS. But this is where the mistake is, Jason. For many of you out there, that are making $30,000 or more a year, just $2,500 more a month, or you're planning to make 50 grand or 100 grand a year, the LLC is a disaster. The sole proprietorship is a disaster. You have to think about the S, as in small, corporation. The S Corp helps you save on self-employment tax dramatically. You split your income between a salary and a dividend. It's simple, it's easy. The S-Corp is what every dentist, doctor, realtor, contractor, engineer, developer, plumber, salesman, internet marketer, this is all that we use, is the S-Corporation. Don't be afraid of it. It's simple. It's easy. And that's one of the first tips I give small business owners, that if you're paying too much in self-employment tax, it's because your bozo accountant hasn't brought up the S-Corp, and we need to make sure they're not having you pay too much payroll. Got it. I love this. Okay, one more time. Tax and legal playbook. Um, I actually am going to go buy this on Amazon the moment we're done. <laughs> um, Thank you. You know, I, and I, 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 I fashion myself relatively educated. I did the whole finance and, and business school thing, and and still, it's like I, I've, I've yet to really have too many people be able to package the information in nice, easy chunks that people can learn. Me included. So, all right. Tell me this. As far as um, as far as small bon small business owners, um, I know that when I first owned my martial arts school, I went and hired a bookkeeper. Um, okay. You know, and they they entered everything painstakingly into QuickBooks, and that was what they did. Uh, and then my accountant. So I, I had the opportunity of paying a bunch of people. What uh, what's what's your thought on that? Oh, good comment. Good question. Well, here's the bottom line. Everybody. Bookkeeping is like cleaning the bathroom. It's got to get done or it's going to get disgusting and it's going to be a mess. And no one wants to clean the bathroom. <laughs> not you, not the kids, and you've got to hire it out or something. 
And that's how bookkeeping is. You cannot avoid it. Bad bookkeeping will cost you in taxes. Bad bookkeeping, you'll lose write-offs. It's a necessary evil of having a small business. And I'll tell you, QuickBooks is the creme de la creme, easiest, most cost-efficient accounting system out there. I have a QuickBooks training video series. Uh, I, clients can log in and watch little classes that are funny and you know have stories and screen shares because I love QuickBooks. And it's funny you bring this up, Jason. You probably didn't even know that. But QuickBooks is awesome. And here's the thing. If you don't want to do it, Jason, you've got to hire it out. And that's okay. Now, you know what's funny? I've got my 18-year-old daughter. I just texted her before this podcast with you, and I said, are you coming in today to work on QuickBooks? I have my college student children helping me with my bookkeeping because if they want money, if they need help with tuition, they got to earn it. And folks, as small business owners, some of the best bookkeepers in your in your world can be your family members, the brother or sister, the kids or parents that want money, but you're giving them a handout. Get them involved, get them trained on QuickBooks because you need good bookkeeping. Your accountant is gonna help you save taxes, but if your books are a disaster, your accountant can't help you do, save taxes. I need to have a good set of books. So it's, I wish I could tell you, Jason, you don't have to do it, but maybe it can be helpful to get the right person doing it to save you money. No, that makes sense. Um, you know, many of my, my coaching clients, even my mastermind members will ask me, well, you know, I, I hate having to enter the stuff. And I'm like, well, don't do it. it. It has to get done, but not necessarily by you. So, um, absolutely. And that's, that's actually not a super high, it's not, there's not a super high price point to bring a bookkeeper in. You don't need a CPA to actually enter things into QuickBooks for you by any stretch. No, no. It can be very affordable. Talk to me quickly about, if you would, you know, the, with the, with a new healthcare law, you know, oh. everyone, everybody's dealing with this, right? You know, yeah. do you have any, uh, do you have any sort of takeaways as far as how owners can deal with navigating that system? <laughs> that is so funny. Like, I have, I want to compliment you, Jason, and your listeners. You may not know this. These are questions. Uh, believe it or not, behind the scenes, Jason and I don't share a list of what he's going to ask me. And uh, <laughs> we want this to be live and, you know, fresh and uncut. Um, and, and so uh, these are questions that an average interviewer does not ask me. And I love it because uh, I think these are important topics. In my new book, The Tax and Legal Playbook, I have an entire section dedicated to healthcare because it's so powerful. And Jason, you didn't even know that probably. You're going to love the chapter on this. So let me hit a few points. First of all, I want all my small business owners to get a 100% deduction for their health insurance. You need to make sure that your business is paying your health insurance premium. It is 100% deductible. But with an S-Corp, or if you pay for your insurance personally, the IRS is cracking down on audits on people that are trying to take the health insurance deduction, but they're not letting their business pay for it. So folks, tip number one, make sure your small business is paying your health insurance. Now, we've got the enrollment coming up, um, period. I want everybody out there to get the best, most affordable insurance you can, um, but let your business pay the premium. Now, the second strategy here is, are you healthy or unhealthy? What's your family situation? Are you going to the doctor a lot, or do you pay for insurance you don't even use? If you're healthy, I, then you, and you're paying for insurance you don't even use, Look towards the high deductible plan, which is going to be more of the bronze level plan in the in the metal plans. Everybody, if you've looked at all in insurance now, there's these four metal plans. Bronze is going to be where the high deductible plans are at. 
and that opens you up to a health savings account. This is like a supercharged IRA for healthcare. They are amazing. You can put money into it at any income level and get a tax deduction on the front page of your tax return. The money grows tax-free. It's You carry it year to year. It's not a use it or lose it plan. You can have a small business or not, and it grows for the rest of your life. You can even invest it in what you know best. You can buy real estate in your health savings account like a self-directed IRA, and the profits come out anytime tax-free for healthcare. These, you can see like, Mark, what the hell are these? Why did I even hear about it? They're health savings account, folks. Health savings accounts, look at them. And when you're in your enrollment period this fall, be open to it. Um, that's, and there's more here, I mean, Jason, but I, I don't want to keep rambling on, but it's it's really amazing what's out there. That's that that alone uh, is is worth the uh, the investment of of this podcast. So tell me this: um, what other big and I, and I do mean big tax or legal mistakes do you see this small business owners making that my people can avoid? Um, wow. Okay, let's see. Tax or legal mistakes. I'm going to go on the. Let's go over to the asset protection side. I've been pounding the drum of tax savings, and folks, I didn't even talk about. If you're unhealthy as a family, the health reimbursement arrangement, other topics, there's a lot to learn there. So if you have, you, everybody needs to address healthcare. So we're, we could dedicate a whole show to healthcare. Maybe sometime we should. But um, let's move over to the legal side for a moment. And I alluded to this a little earlier with my uh, New York clients that I was just on the phone with uh, moments ago before the show. What happens out there in the legal industry is there's a lot of scams. And I know many of you listening are like, Mark, this sounds great, but if I call you or I call someone else, you're going to oversell me on a bunch of crap I don't need. No, no, no. Let's, let's get some of the facts out there. And these are in my books where I quote the experts. First, be careful of anybody trying to sell you into a Nevada corporation or a Delaware or a Wyoming structure. You've got to hide your assets. You need to set up the structure across the country and blah, 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 blah. And they're going to sell you thousands of dollars of crap you don't need. Folks, if you're stuck in one of those situations, let's get rid of the registered agent fees, the annual fees, and get out of there. Let's set up the entity where you live and are doing business. If your rentals are in Georgia and Atlanta, then let's set up a Georgia LLC. If you, you live in Arkansas and that's where you're doing business, then we need an Arkansas S-Corp. You set up entities where you're doing business. Next, watch out for this elaborate structure garbage. People are always like, oh, you need this elaborate structure with a land trust and a corporation and an LLC and a limited partnership. And they sell these $1,000 packages of, again, many more entities than you really need. Your accountant and lawyer should be trying to walk you off the cliff with practical strategies with entities. You need entities, but not too many. And there's a and, and don't even get me started on corporate credit. I love corporate credit and building credit within your business, but there's people out there sh selling these shelf corporations where you've got all these uh, pre-set up companies that you're going to somehow get all these lines of credit at these terrible interest rates, and they charge you thousands of dollars. It happens all the time. Again, another scam in the industry. So be cautious on the legal side of getting too much going on with too many entities and these too-good-to-be-true strategies. Fabulous. Fabulous, fabulous. Folks, it is time for our resource of the week. So, Mark, tell me this. Where uh, where can people go to find out more about you, some of the services that you offer, find out about your podcast, all that stuff? Where um, Where's the best place for them to hit? Oh, you bet. Thank you so much, Jason. Probably the easiest is just go to 
markjkohler.com. Mark, M-A-R-K, J is in Jolly, and Kohler like your faucet or your sink. Uh, markjkohler.com. And if you Google me, you'll find it right away. Um, but on my website, there's access to all my uh, monthly webinars. My, you can sign up for my newsletter for free, all sorts of education and links to my website, uh, law firm and accounting firm. So we're there for you. A simple consult and a review of what you've got going on right now with someone on my team could save you thousands and thousands of dollars and make a plan from there. Sounds like a no-brainer. All right, Mark, I always like to end my podcast with one what I feel is super telling and super important question. So if you could give business owners just one solid piece of advice to either help their business or, more importantly, help them to live a better life, what piece of advice would that be? Well, without repeating myself, I'll say this. Don't give up. Don't give up, but maybe change your plan or your vision as needs be. I know how hard it is as a small business owner to succeed and you have a plan and your plan may not be working, modify your plan, but don't give up. I hate that statistic that how many small business owners fail in the first three or five years. They didn't need to fail. They just needed to maybe change their plan a little bit. Being an entrepreneur is a lifetime commitment. It's a wonderful lifestyle. It's flexibility, not freedom. And that's okay. I love the flexibility of being a small business owner. So I challenge all of you out there. We feel your pain. I'm there too. It's a wonderful lifestyle. Just don't give up. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Mark, thank you so much for joining us today. I know how busy your schedule is. It means the world to me that you would uh, share your time and your expertise to, uh, to help our people. Well, thanks for having me, Jason. I appreciate it. Folks, that is all the time we've got for today. Thanks so much for tuning into The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more information about private coaching or to see if you'd benefit from one of our mastermind groups, visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal, make a plan, work like hell towards it, and achieve the success that's waiting for you. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com.